Hi everyone, I'm Cassidy. And I'm Jamal. And together we make JC Chats. And this is episode three. And today we are talking about remembering God amidst our trials. Amen. Uh, the title of the devotional is Lessons Learned. And I'm going to go ahead and read the devotional. In his book, Walking with God Through Pain and Suffering, Tim Keller says, You don't really know Jesus is all you need until Jesus is all you have. At World Health, we have seen this truth evidenced so many times while ministering to people all around the globe. When the administrators of a children's home in Naples saw their ministry reduced to rubble by an earthquake, they did the only thing they could do. They turned to Jesus. When a widow in Rwanda struggled to put food on the table for her children, her first instinct was to pray. We've heard story after story of people who were driven into the arms of God by trials. Suffering shows us the importance of our faith. It puts us in a place where we can rely on ourselves, cannot, excuse me, cannot rely on ourselves. In 2 Corinthians 4, we are reminded that when the things we normally rely on fail us, our spirits get stronger. We become closer to the source of true strength. And we learn to fix our eyes on him. Wait, pause for a second. I'm going to interject there because I really like that you that it says we are reminded that when the things we normally rely on fail us, our spirits get stronger. We become closer to the source of our true strength. And I feel like, like going through this whole coronavirus thing, I feel like it can do nothing but draw you closer to God. I definitely feel like it's drawn me closer to God because I don't know. I feel like everyday life is kind of always fast. There's always something to do. And this has really allowed me to take a step back and, you know, draw closer to him. Yeah, I totally agree. I think we can always get caught up in the day-to-day life and work and this and all the tasks that we have to do through the day and definitely this time gives us a moment to reflect on how great God is and not just feel sad and who knows we might not even have started this podcast had coronavirus not happened that is definitely not true we would have definitely started I mean maybe <laughs> yeah but it maybe it start it maybe would have been longer or you know we definitely have a lot more time to focus on it and give it our all and not just you know, rush through it and make it another task. It's definitely a lot more. I was. I feel like it's definitely a lot more passionate because we, you know, the time we are in, this is a great time to you know lean on God. Mm-hmm. So, um, so to continue the devotional, it's important that um, it's just important then that when we go through trials and suffering, we hold on to the lessons we learn. The only way we can waste our pain is by forgetting it, leaving it behind the precious. Insight we gain by enduring it. I love that. It was so just prolific. Like when you don't, when you try to forget your pain and you just throw it behind you and act like it didn't happen, you don't really value the lesson that you learned in it. Mm-hmm. So that's just such a true statement. If you need to create a physical monument in your life to the faithfulness of God during your trials, many statues, books, songs have been created for this purpose. But your monument doesn't have to be visually impressive. The Israelites used stacks of rocks to remember God's provision and to remind their children. 
Whatever will remind you is perfect. Be assured that Jesus is all we need. When the world around us seems chaotic, untrustworthy, we have a steadfast hope. Let's rejoice in that today. I'm going to learn and grow in my faith when I face trials in this life. And help me to remember those lessons even when my circumstances improve. Thank you for your patience with me as you continue to make me the person you want me to be. Amen. Amen. I'll be reading Romans 8, verse 18, the Amplified Version. For I consider from the standpoint of faith that the suffering of the present life are not worthy to be compared with the glory that is about to be revealed to us in us. Okay, now I'm going to be reading 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 16 through 18. Therefore, we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Amen. I'll be reading next, 1 Peter 1, chapter 1, and the Amplified Version again, verse 5. Who are being protected and shielded by the power of God through your faith for salvation that is ready to be revealed for you in the last time. Verse 6. In this you rejoice greatly, even though now for a little while, if necessary, you have been distressed by various trials. Verse 7, so that the genuineness of your faith, which is much more precious than gold, which is perishable even though tested by and purified by fire, may be found to result praise of praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. And so that's the last um, Bible scripture. So Cassidy, what uh, did today's devotional reveal to you? Um... Today's devotional really made me think about what I can do in order to remember God through my trials. And uh, this has been something that I kind of have already thought about doing um, somehow. So, you know, in that movie War Room where, like, she has, like, a prayer closet or, or whatever. Like on the same wavelength I was just thinking that. You always copy me. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. So she has a prayer closet. So this is what I was thinking. Because obviously we don't have any space in our little two bedroom apartment. <laughs> so. She is not lying. We do not have We really space. don't. We really don't. Okay. So. Um, I was thinking we could get, you know, one of those cork boards, right? Like, and you can just kind of like pin notes on there. I was thinking that like, whenever like it comes to us, um, like a prayer or like something we want to say to God, um, we could just put it on that cork board. And then once our prayer gets answered, um, we could, we could choose to A, leave it up there. And just make a note on it saying answered. Or we could put it in like a little box after it's answered. And just keep on adding to the board. So then that's our visual representation of, hey, these are our prayers. And these are, God 
is here. He is with us and he is he's answering our prayers. And whenever we feel like, man, like life is getting hard or I'm going through this thing, we could just look at that board and be like, but hey, God is answering our prayers and he was there for us then and he'll be here for us now. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Um, so I'm glad to know that we did not have the exact same idea. But what I was thinking about was when she created the vision board with her daughter or the prayer board with her daughter and her daughter kind of had the same setup in her room. And I was just thinking I cannot wait till Lavender is around the age where we start praying Lavender is our daughter. Is our daughter. I'm sorry. This It will introduce her. <laughs> Uh, for all the noobs out there who you might not know. hear her ever on this podcast because her bedtime is at seven and we do this normally after she goes to sleep yeah so. <laughs> but yeah i cannot wait until we can create that board with her and you know pray with her and she can see god manifesting in her life you know to pass a little spelling test or just to see those little yeah god please help me pass the spelling test prayers answers hey when you're that young that is the biggest moment you know those little things it's so funny when you're a child you pray for just the smallest things and god comes through for you and it's like man i can remember a time for me when i wanted to make the varsity basketball team oh, in middle school this story, yeah. and my dad said son just pray and we had tuesday night prayer and i remember sitting there my, it probably was like a team and b team back yeah it's like a and b team <laughs> yeah but i was like i don't want to be on b team i'm not about the bravo oh, life Yes. Trying to be an alpha. And then, like, you didn't even want to play if you got selected for B team. Yeah, like, I quit. Like, wow. And my parents were like your parents. It was like, there's no Oh, quitting. yeah. Like, you got to finish you, off the Yeah, season. you have to play. So I was just remember sitting in the church at my little chair praying. And I was like, Lord God, I want to make the basketball team, the varsity basketball team. I want my number to be 23, Lord. Please. Wow. And. I felt bad because we had our prayer and I was already done at that point. So I was just like, <laughs> guess I'll pray again for it. But we had tryouts and I remember sitting there just looking up in the stands and they said, Fields. And I said, oh, that's me. Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. They didn't say my name. They said my number, which I had 23 because I was able to pick it. Oh, okay. And they said 23 and I was like, and they called me over to the alpha and I was like, or the A team and I was like, let's go that's what i'm talking about i went i remember like almost crying on a bus and i told my dad i couldn't wait to tell my parents and i told my dad like, hey god came through he's like yep son and now as an adult it's funny to think about that because that was the biggest thing it's like some people are praying for their next meal and here i was but it's just the power of prayer and just to show you mm -hmm. how god will come through for you and though that was a simple prayer you know when you do need something to eat or pray for something to eat you need to have the same type of faith and that same type of strength, you know, and no doubt in God that he'll come through. So, but I definitely think it's important to have a visual representation. Yes. To help remind you, because it's very, we're very quick as people and as humans to be like, God, I never did nothing for me. My life is terrible. You know, when, especially when things are not going right. My life sucks. Like, we're quick to say these things. Mm -hmm. And it's like such a bad hand to god like it's such a just disrespect to him because he's looking down at you like wow you have air in your in your lungs you woke up today you have clothes you have a job though you might hate it you have one i provided food for you you have a family and just because your boss didn't get you you know a certain opportunity or you missed out on this you're saying your life sucks mm -hmm. and it's like wow 
and you know the grand scheme of things it's such a disrespect and that's why we have to be like you said having those visual you know maybe when you walk in your house and you see that board and you're like before i complain thank you jesus because you did this this and so this. much to be grateful for and i feel like that board can also be used as a way to show gratitude amen just yeah. just remember like the things that that we should be thankful for like not just prayers but also being grateful yeah just being grateful yeah i think it's very important and uh and it can be a witnessing tool too you have people come over to your house and they're like what's that board oh this is our yes yeah gratitude. you know what um Sometimes I feel grateful for just being able to, like, in the moments I could just sit down and, like, read. And I just have that time. And I don't have anything weighing on me. I feel like even something simple as that can be great. You can be grateful for that because, you know, like, I hate feeling stressed out. Or, like, I always have something to do, something to do, something to do. Just having the time to be able to just sit and relax. Yeah, that's definitely true. One of my... Most, I don't know what the word used to describe this place because it's such a very just complex place, mm-hmm. and it's not the most fun place to live. And if anyone knows, right, and they already oh know. Once I said gosh. not fun, I'm talking about Topeka, Kansas. Shout out to Topeka, Kansas, top city, as my wife would say, or Frito Where Bay. Where you were born? I was not born in Topeka. <laughs> I was not born in Kansas. I'm not a Kansan at Stop all. Stop denying. But you really are continue, a Kansan, though. I'm and not. I will fight that. <laughs> Why? Because you are a Kansan. Just, to, just so I can explain you spent my life. Most, spent most of your life in Kansas. And we break down that all does the not, places you live. That is not equal to you being from that place, though. Just to me, it you know. does. You can live wherever it. you spend the most time at. I feel like is where you are from. Yes, but for most people, it's either where you were born or where you feel like you became more of yourself. And there's a lot of people who live in a, a place for a very long period of time, and then they move somewhere else. And they're like, I honestly feel like I'm more from this place because that's where I became myself. I got to my career flourish or whatever it might be. What but do y'all think about that? Yeah, please uh, give us a shout out. We're going to be one here soon, starting an Instagram page for our podcast and maybe a Facebook page so that we can get more involved as we get more followers. But, um, yeah, definitely y'all will have to let us know what y'all think about that. But I consider myself to be from Philly or Georgia. Because that's where you became. That, Georgia is where I was born, but Philly's where I became who I am. Yeah. Became a man. But to continue back to what I was saying. And I think it's where you ever you spent the most years out in your life is where you're from. If that's the case... By the time this is all said and done, you're not from Kansas then because you're going to be, I'm a, eventually you're going to be out of Kansas for more than 20 years. But I feel like I really became the person I was, if we're going by what you say, in Kansas. So I'm not denying the fact that I'm a Kansan, but what I'm saying is... You can't is, because you're born there too. Uh, yeah, I'm saying by both ways. I spent most of my life there and... I was born there, so by by what my what by what I say, which is the amount of time, then yes, I'm a Kansan. Based off your calculation or your um, evaluation, yes, that would make sense. But anyway, to continue with my story, oh yeah, Top on. City <laughs> is a very boring place. You do not have a lot. It's honestly where I fell in love with bodybuilding because there's not a lot to do. But to revert back to my wife's story about having those or her testimony about having those moments of like. Just happy, you know, finding gratitude in the simple moments. In Kansas is where I truly did that a lot. 
it would just be times where I sat on the porch and just would, you know, feel the breeze and just be looking out and I would just find gratitude the fact that I was alive. Those times that like was, you were sitting out there with Brendan talking about Yeah, shout out to <laughs> Be Handy. Please don't mad me for saying your nickname. But Brendan Handy, a great person, one of my best wow, friends. Wow, you spent his whole government out there on the podcast. Shout out to him. I'm sorry. He's a great, great friend. He's gonna be doing big things in the in the world. Um, so y'all need to know his name anyway. But um yes. I definitely those y'all moments. need drugs he got you he's not a he is a drug dealer a legal drug dealer <laughs> please excuse my wife he's a pharmacist <laughs> that is his <laughs> that is his uh occupation he is not a drug dealer he has a legal job he technically is a drug dealer though <laughs> of course someone from top city would say that but uh, i'm just i just want to say yeah those moments is where i found gratitude and just pure happiness in those simple moments. And, and for me, not even now, when I'm in the gym, just as long as I leave the gym, I'm like, thank you, Lord. Like, just mm-hmm. to walk outside on a beautiful day, feeling that pump. Hey, I bet you would trade what we're going through here in Italy with being on this lockdown with to... Living in Kansas? Yeah, wouldn't you trade it? I think that living in Kansas prepared me for this lockdown, to be honest with you. But right now, <laughs> if there was no coronavirus, okay... Yes. You either have live in Italy with being locked down, coronavirus, or you can move back to Topeka where there's no coronavirus. It was as if it never happened. There's no lockdown and there's no, no sign in the future that coronavirus is going to go there. And they say for the rest of your time in Italy, there's going to be this lockdown. Which one were you going to choose? Obviously, I would choose living in Topeka, Kansas. And the only yep, reason being yep. is because there would be a gym that is open. That's literally the only reason. But after that, it would wow, be like living. Wow, you love the gym that much. But it would be like living in a lockdown anyway because literally after the gym, you have nothing else to do. There's literally probably three things to do in Topeka. After that, you pretty much go home and you're on quarantine. You quarantine yourself. But the best thing about Topeka is... Family. Yes. My family is all there. Not all of them. I got a lot of family. But the majority of them live in the Midwest area. So, I mean, family makes it fun. For me. Yes, that is true. But but if I were to choose like but if like obviously I could choose anywhere I wouldn't be like oh yeah let's move back there I wouldn't choose that because it's like okay after being there after like a certain amount of time you're like okay what are we gonna do now that is definitely true and like I said that is the effect that Topeka can have on you Texas is perfect yes Texas was one of our favorite places that God truly um brought us to a great state in texas and then put us through some trials and built us up to the man and woman guy we are today but yes texas was a wonderful state we are praying to god uh that one day we end up back in texas but yes so hallelujah but yeah that's pretty much all i had to say uh does that give me anything else to say my love so this does include the podcast until tomorrow probably yes we also as you guys know we will be we're in the midst of coming up with a subject 
So stay tuned because they're not all going to be Bible study, but we're going to have a subject coming mm-hmm. up that we'll be talking about because like I, we said in the first podcast, we're going to be doing multiple subjects. D-D. I think the next one didn't we say the next one? I think social media. Social media yeah. might be might not the next podcast, but the first like kind of like subject related podcast, but like we're working out the details. Yes, because we wanna come with you with facts, not just opinion, but some factual not just reading Facebook subtitles. Yes, but some actual <laughs> facts on the effects, the pros and the cons of social media. Um, how it affects your marriage and relationships. How do you feel about it? Yes. We're going to dig deep into that uh, because obviously that's the world we live in today. So we can, we honestly, I can't wait to have to talk about that because um, me and Cassidy, obviously, you guys might know, <laughs> don't always agree. So it's going to be some real good yeah. conversations, we, debates. Yeah, we definitely have a lot of uh, disagreements and abate, debates. But yes. that's what keeps our relationship spicy. Yes. <laughs> and it keeps us evolving because it's it's good to see different point of views. I'm glad Yeah, that's know. true. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I, mean, I, I will definitely agree with that. Yeah. If you agree with me at everything, that'd be a little boring. Yeah. And sometimes you want me to agree with you, but I'm like, nope. <laughs> I'm just asking for at least 10% of the time. But, you know, it's a work in progress. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like we said, all right, now we're really ending it. Until the next podcast, be Be blessed. Be blessed. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) We're supposed to say it at the same time. We're working on this ending, y'all. Next thing. That's another thing. Hey, guys, if y'all have a great ending for us, because we just, we see this as a family. We're saying. Y'all have a great ending for us? Put it in the comment section. We definitely take in advice or tips. I know. I'm already going to start my team now. Team J. I already know Team J going to have some, some advice for me. But yes. Wow. If y'all have any comments. Okay. <laughs> for or some advice, I'm sorry, on what we need to say at the end. We're saying be blessed. That is the one we're sticking with because we pray nothing but blessings for our followers. But yes, if y'all have anything else that we can add to that, please let us know. Okay. So until the next podcast, be blessed. Blessed. Bye. <laughs> Be blessed. I said be blessed. You said be blessed. blessed. <laughs> you said it so fast I had to get there with you. Alright, bye y'all. <laughs>